Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. I have along with me today, the juice is loose, Greg OJ. Mayor, welcome to the studio. Well, how the fuck you got me up this damn early, Jason? (laughs) And the answer to that question is our other co-host, Fred the Jester Reyes. Yeah! Oh, God. It is too damn early, I do agree. So... Reminder to the TSS family, any comments, please email the show at the crew at TSSfantasy.com or you can message us on IG or Facebook as well as visit our website TSSfantasy.com. You can see all of our latest shows, all of any, any interactions. We put it all on our website for you. I agree, Greg. This is too damn early. Fred, please. It is never never early for football. What is wrong with you guys? All right. So before we get into um, before we get into anything, I put something out there on social media, and I wanted to just kind of address that very quickly. One of our earlier shows, um, I mentioned we're going to do the Commissioner Cooper's top 10 running back challenge what that is exactly and i'll explain it again i want all of our tss family members to send me who they think will be the top 10 running backs at the end of the season now granted because we've added an extra week some fantasy leagues are going the full 14 weeks of regular season or just doing the 13 so we'll leave it at till the end of the week 14 whomever has the best list top 10 list by week 14 will be the winner the most points they will win two tickets to attend the miami dolphins versus the new york jets in miami florida with the tss family wow can i get no problem (laughs) i think well you're already already going going, so (laughs) (laughs) all right so listen get excited about that tss family bring your bring it let's see what you got i know a lot of y'all are talking a lot everyone's an expert um in preseason so let's see what you got let's put your money where your mouth is and then come join us for a game this season Mm, 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 mm. Jets versus Miami. Mm, 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 mm. Jets versus Miami. Yes, we 
yeah, so it'll be a nice rivalry game, and you can see uh, the TSS family or TSS crew. I'm sorry, duke it out right there in front of you. It'll be great. And, and I will be there saying J E T S Jets Jets Jets. I yes, don't know. But, I don't even know why you would be screaming that. TSS family, it's it sounds as embarrassing um, in person <laughs> that it does in recording. So just to give you a heads up. All right, moving on to NFL headlines. All right, so the first thing we're going to start with is the biggest story of this past week was the Julio Jones trade. It just so happened to take place while we were on air, so it's very interesting to hear our live reaction. Now that we have had time to digest the trade itself, the Falcons get uh, two, in 2022 a second-round pick and in 2023 a fourth and sixth-round pick. How do you feel about this trade, fellas, and who do you think made out? Well, it all depends on what Julio does for the Titans, right? If if, if the Titans um, go off and, and make a, you know, a run in the playoffs and make it to the AFC Championship or even make it to the Super Bowl – the Titans win on that trade, right? If Julio goes into the season and he's injury prone and only plays about eight games and the Falcons end up with a second round pick that becomes a starter next year, you know, the Falcons win the trade. But it all depends to me on what Julio brings this year and how the Titans, you know, how how successful the Titans will be with him and A.J. Brown. Okay. Well, <laughs> I think, I, I honestly think the – the Falcons won the trade. Um, it, it it just doesn't make sense to ten, for Tennessee. And the reason why is uh, I was listening to Keyshawn Johnson yesterday, and, and he said that, reiterated the same thing that I said. How do you go and give up a two, a four, and a uh, I think it's a swap for six-round picks for a 32-year-old aging Julio Jones <clears throat> when you had Corey Davis on your team who just had a, a, a career year and you give up picks when you had a young, nice wide receiver that you groomed. It doesn't make sense. I think definitely uh, Atlanta won the, the um, uh, won the trade. They got a nice second-round pick. Um, it just didn't make sense for me. But, but Fred, the second-round pick is unknown. It's like what you don't know what you're getting with the second-round pick. At least you're getting Julio Jones. You're talking about an all-pro wide receiver that is going to re- demand respect on the other side of the ball. And if they make it to the AFC Championship or even the Super Bowl, because Tennessee is a solid team, so you're telling me you still think Atlanta won the trade? You don't know what you're getting with yes. the draft? Yes, because uh, you're right. I don't know what I'm getting in the draft, but it is a high pick, a second-round pick. But I do know that, yes, he was an All-Pro. He hasn't been All-Pro. But mm-hmm. what you did was you gave up Corey Davis, who you groomed, who just had 900, almost a 15-yard shy of 1,000 with five touchdowns for aging Julio Jones. And then what you did was not only did you let Corey Davis leave, you gave up draft picks for somebody who's eight years older who was injured. Um Atlanta definitely wins. And plus, you're bringing in Julio Jones when you got Derrick Henry, who's going to run 30 times a game. And, you ha- and he's really a second receiver because A.J. Brown's the number one. I think, I, think, I think Atlanta definitely won that one. So it's interesting because, I mean, I, you know, it's great that you guys have different perspectives on this. I'm actually in between. I'm more leaning with the Titans winning this. But I hear your perspective, Fred, and it makes sense. Not only from what you're saying, but the Falcons, what have we been saying about them? Great offense, no defense. They need to build that defense. So maybe that's their mindset. They had an aging guy. Let's get rid of him and build for the future. 
That yeah. might have been what their concept was, but for the Titans, for the immediate right now, I'm sorry, but I think that that elevated them, and we'll talk about this later. It, but we put the Colts, you know, we were talking about the Colts so much, you know, Colts, Colts, Colts win in the South. Right now, hey, the, that trade put <clears throat> Titans above the Colts in my in my, in my and mind. I think and I think Julio's an upgrade over Corey Davis. You forget Corey totally. Davis Corey Davis was injury prone as well. And he I mean, in that offense, yes. AJ Brown is the number one wide receiver, but you're talking about Julio Jones. His name alone is going to demand respect from any mm. secondary in the league. You're going, yeah. there goes. I don't know what number he's going to wear this year, but there goes number eleven. We got to make sure is he in the slot? Is he on the outside? Is, is he going to be blocking on this play? Is he running the crowd? We don't know if he's coming across the middle. If he's flying down the down the field, running the post, you still got to have respect. Corey Davis, nice piece. He was okay, but we're talking about an all pro wide receiver when he's healthy. Yes, when he's healthy demands respect on the field yeah no you're exactly right you hit the nail on the head other than the number because the number he's number two will be number two with the titans but um but going forward you you hit that right on the head the name itself demands respect it's almost like you know i don't want to say i keep putting lebron james in there but he's (laughs) he's not lebron but in the same respect as the name itself is demanding respect so you're going to look at him in a different way that you look at Corey davis I mean, Fred, yes, with respect, 900, almost 1,000 yards and five touchdowns is not that impressive. I hate to say it, but I think Julio can do much better than that. All right, he, let's... He, he may be able to, but like at my boy at Keyshawn Johnson said, it... <laughs> <laughs> that in real quick. But, uh, but it, it just that, why would you trade for somebody who's, what, seven years older? And, because and, and it they, makes you but, win but, right uh, now. No, 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 no. But names are great, but. I'm going to give up draft picks, young receiver who I groomed, just say, say, oh, wow, I got Julio. So hopefully, hopefully, okay, the name's going to command respect maybe the first four games. If he doesn't play up to par or even close to something Corey Davis was, it's a watch. He's like, okay, well, we don't have to respect him as much. And he's been hurt. That's my biggest thing. He's not, it doesn't remind me of the Julio of the past. And that's what I think is really bothering me right now. Freddie, no, real just... quick, how, how far did Tennessee get with Corey Davis as their wide receiver? That's well, they made it to the the the. Did they get to the divisional playoffs? Now, they, right. So, did they make it to the AFC Championship or even the Super Bowl with Julio? Right. A, but but, but if, if you're a GM, are you willing to bet your two draft picks yeah. and your young receiver on that ring? If it's going to get me a ring, yes. But you're not sure of that. And you're not sure what that second round pick is going to bring either. Yeah, but you always try to keep your draft capital, especially what, a two what's and a four. Game, Fred? What's the name of the game to win? Right. All right, so this is something we're going to have to revisit. With <laughs> Julio Jones versus Colby Davis. <laughs> yes, we will monitor this all season, although by, I'll be in different offenses than quarterback. But <laughs> right. to see how they perform, like I said, to answer your question, though, Fred, is that the Titans did this to win now. They're, they're ready, poised for Super win, Bowl. Win, I think the Falcons realize their window's closing and the Titans is open, wide open open right now so i think that's what the trade was for honey i'm home what's that amazing smell did you make my favorite cobbler i sure the hell did not honey it's my new candle blueberry cobbler where did you get such an amazing smelling candle oh 407 candles i found them on facebook and they have an instagram too when i did my daily shopping I found out they have some other wonderful scents as well. Honey, when you make me a sandwich later, afterwards we must go online and check out all their wonderful scents. Oh honey, you will starve because I won't make that.
that sandwich, but yes, let's do that. Well, at least it'll smell good. All right, let's move on. We're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Yeah, I'm just going to bring this up real quick. No show, official holdout. What are your thoughts? He's rich. I, I, he can do it. I, he's in Hawaii. He's he's dump, jumping off of volcanoes into the ri- uh, ocean. I don't care. Fuck Aaron Rodgers right now. Well, you know, the only thing I'm just going to say, and we're going to talk about this a little later when we talk about our predictions, is, man, going into this season, I was sitting here going over the NFC in particular, and I'm like, man, this could go one way or the other. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers is in the Packers, the Packers are elevated to the one or two team in the NFC. If not, they're relegated to almost, I mean, I don't know where they're at, middle to bottom at that point. So it's very interesting. I was listening to some some sportscasters yesterday, and what, you know what what they said made a little bit of sense. Um, most of his teammates already have been outspoken, and they spoke for Aaron Rodgers, saying, "Hey, they're riding with Aaron Rodgers." So, and nobody's like, "Oh, damn, we miss him." Or the, the, my problem is, is there must be something wrong with the with the front office in Green Bay that that nobody, no, not one player has spoken up. You know. At, at all everybody's like oh it's all about Aaron Rodgers we're waiting for Aaron Rodgers it's it's well we understand his position like so you know after all these years of frustration you can actually see it coming out now and like I, yeah it's, it's I, I, if I'm Aaron Rodgers I ain't going back man I ain't going back players are going to stick with players because at the end of the day if Aaron Rodgers sets a president's like this this is you know like the NBA right you know players you know, dictate where they're going to want to play and where they're going to play and how much they're going to make. This is something like Aaron Rodgers is pulling in the NFL, right? And of course, the players are going to back him. They're going to—that's their dude. If he comes back, they're going—you know—they're they're on a run for a Super Bowl. If he doesn't, Devontae Adams is not as <laughs> as explosive. You know, the tight end is not as explosive, so they're going to back him. But this—and—and and, and this is with Green Bay because remember, you know, many many moons ago, we've been through this with Green Bay with Brett Favre. Where's Brett Favre going? Yeah, what we, is he doing? Is he going to retire? Right going back to Green right. Bay, and where did Brett Favre end up with the goddamn Jets? So you yeah. know, and, and and you know how how much how did you got to you got to think about how does Jordan Love feel? He must be like, oh my god, like nobody's like, yeah, I'm, this kid is, you know, we got a, a a viable replacement, just in case, nothing. Nothing at all. So he must be feeling really bad right now. He hasn't been looking good in practice neither, bro. Well, <laughs> yeah, then, like... All right. Now, listen, with that respect, I see that a lot. Well, let me just address that real quick. A lot of people are crowning number one receivers and, you know, after two days of practice, I'm like, all right, guys, why don't we chill a little bit? Not only that, not only that, in particular to Jordan Love. Can you imagine the pressure this poor kid has? I was oh watching my him God. in the morning football. Like, God damn, this kid's got, like, can't get catch a break. Yeah, um, man. So that, that's an interesting aspect of it. And listen, real quick, I read an article yesterday from the Miami Herald about this, and it was very interesting. Um, I've, I apologize. I forget who wrote it, so I can't quote him. But he basically was saying what an insult the Green Bay Packers organization is to the rest of the league, like a.k.a. Miami. 30, pl- 30 plus years of pristine quarterback play, and yep. you treated them both like shit. When Miami has been begging for a quarterback, and trust me, Aaron Rodgers, if you're listening, oh, we, will, oh, suck. we will suck the sack if you get down here, bro. That's you see this right here? This is Miami plug again. 
listen, listen. I was I knew where he was going with it, Freddie. I just knew it. I was waiting for it. Like as soon as he said Miami Herald, here we go for the pitch. Here we go. Uh, Aaron, I, I will well, do anything well, for like, you. I love just, you, Aaron. Put on the ugly ass Miami uniform. We will love you in my who cares? He's not coming to Miami. Well, you know, just to just to end my little uh segment on this. Um I you know, the the guy's gonna hold out. He got money. We all know he, got, he could retire if he felt like it. He was comfortable. You know, I, I this is all about principle. He's he, he's been slighted, you know, he, in his mind he's been slighted. And you know, he really don't care. He wants that second ring though. You know he wants that second ring. Yeah, yeah. You know he's he gonna does. Yeah, but you know, most of the time high profile players win at the end. He, you know, if I'm Green Bay, you get what you can, man. Well, I, I, you know, unless you're going to find him the whole season. They, I, I personally, as a GM, would have got rid of him two months ago, right before the draft. It was a nice draft, you know. So, I don't know, man. So, yeah, just and real quick to your point, too, we'll close this out with this. Um, you know, you brought up the players are going to back him. That's their boy. It's not only that, but they're looking at it from their perspective. You know, what if that was me and right. I'm in this situation? Like, I'd, I'd want, you know, and you want the support of your, uh, you know, the players, too. So I think that's important. All right, let's stick. Well, I was going to say stick in the AFC East, not that we're in the AFC East. <laughs> um, talk about Cam Newton. All right, so we're going to have Dr. Miller on later to talk about this hand injury he has, but apparently the story here is not about the injury itself, is it how it happened. So it's very hush-hush in New England apparently, and the speculation is he did not suffer this at practice, and that he actually suffered this by fi- having a fight with his brother of all what? Now listen, I've always been, like, you know, things, we're all human, things happen, you know, whatever, you know, it's just kind of silly that we treat, you know, players like, you know, they're, they're the God's gift of things and they don't make mistakes, but, you know, it's kind of odd to me, this guy's a little older to be getting a fist fight with his brother and that hurt his hand, like, that's just really crazy. Um, not to say that's true or not, it's all speculation at this point, but any thoughts on uh, Cam, guys? I mean, Cam, that that's to me is is dumb on Cam's part. If he if he hurt his hand by fighting his brother, you're already in camp, and New England went out and bought all his weapons in your one year contract. You know, your show improved contract they gave you again. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. And bought and upgraded the offense and they drafted a young quarterback behind you that you know you're supposed to be grooming or is going to take your spot eventually. And you go out and you do something as dumb as this, like... And I like Cam. I'm a big Cam fan, but, like, come on, Cam. You, you're too old for this, bro. You're a vet. You've been a VP. You can't do dumb stuff like this. This ain't cool. I, I think we talked about this either last episode or the episode before about 
well, how we believed in Cam. You, and I believe you said it was almost the same thing, you know, about you believed in him and they're giving him the opportunity. And I believe yeah. I said that this guy is about to lose his job. Um, <laughs> you did. So you so saw him breaking and, his hand on his brother's no, face. No, but, I, but, but I, I've seen him be immature for many, many years. That's Absolutely. true. Absolutely. Listen, when you're a quarterback in the NFL, man, you are the top of the line. You are the pristine. You are the, what you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be the leader. You're supposed to no, no shenanigans, no bullshit, no, nothing like that. And he's always had something about him that he can never truly be a leader, whether he wants to wear flashy clothes, whether he wants to go wild. That. No, no, no. Just hear me out. But do you see the real quarterback? Look at my, look at my homes. How young he is. You never see see him act like a donkey. Never. <laughs> you know. But I mean, just think about it, man. Look, look at the um the Buffalo Fred, quarterback. Fred, Fred, but, but let me finish. Let me finish. Look you at know, the Buffalo Bills. No, no, no off season news about Camp. Camp may Camp may, may be immature when he's on the podium. Yeah, his his style of taste, fashion may not be what we like. But you never heard anything really in the offseason about Cam. Like, but, think but about listen, it. man, you're in New England. You're on the plane for Belichick. You don't, you don't ever see Brady in 20 years act, do nothing foolish. He, he is the, the epitome of what a quarterback should be. So when you go – look, like I said, I think the kid's going to take his job really quickly. I, I'm, especially if he, now if he's hurt. Even quicker, I, I think. I think he just keeps burying himself. They gave him a one-year contract, like you said. Uh, show me something. They didn't show nothing last year. If this is true, I'm Belichick. I'm like, you know what, dude? Just sit down real quick, man. Let, let, let's try the young guy. Do you forget who Belichick coached it with the Giants? Do you forget the great Lawrence Taylor, the Mister Blowing Coke before the football game? Tearing no, people it, heads off. Yeah. Belichick. Yeah. Belichick was over one of the craziest defenses in New York. Right. Trust me. Candle play defense. Back. He knows how to handle big personalities. It, it's right? not. It's not. It's the quarterback. Yeah. It does it. Listen, listen, Cam. It has a big personality, and the, the news out of New England is that Belichick loves Cam. If he didn't love Cam, he would not give him the second year. The second year to prove himself. You, you might be and right. It's all speculation. <clears throat> if he hurt his hand, you know, fighting his brother. And now, for like some reason, for it, some reason, Belichick is in love with Cam Newton, and and they said it in in, in the all season last before this season that he's in love with Cam. I'm telling you, I believe Belichick is going to give Cam every opportunity to win this job and keep the job. I don't think Belichick wants to put a rookie quarterback out there. In my, in my it's, opinion, it's not just the Giants, Greg. I wanted to point out it's been a long history of Bill Belichick taking quote troubled or those players randy moss, randy moss exactly um you know he's taken Corey dillon was another one what's what's he, the kid Legarry blunt Legarry <laughs> blunt he was constantly taking the players that nobody wanted and making them shine so listen not not cam newton is what he is greg great point he is very immature um on stage but in the off season we don't hear much and this is all speculation anyway so quite honestly we don't know anything however to fred's point um, we definitely have taken one step in the right direction to getting him benched. That is for sure. <laughs> hey, gang, Commissioner Cooper here. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever found yourself stressing to capture leads that visit your website? Or how about a new video for your company? Our friends at Digital Brew can help. Digital Brew is an animation studio that specializes in making sweet videos that are lead-generating machines. Digital Brew is always our number one overall pick 
for any of our animation movie needs. Visit them online today at digitalbrew.com to see what the brew crew can do for you. All right, let's move on to one other note, a injury note. Um, Calvin Ridley, so not participating in minicamp. And again, Dr. Miller will be on later to talk about this due to a minor foot surgery. Um, you guys got any thoughts on that? What What was the surgery about? Is there, or is they keeping that hush-hush? Um, to be quite frank, I had Dr. Miller do all the research, so I didn't even look it up myself. So gotcha. putting me yeah. on the spot, I appreciate it. I, <laughs> <all that. laughs> I didn't mean to well, put you on the spot. I mean, I, it all I, depends on what type of surgery it is. And it's still early in the pre, you know, in the off season. So I'm not worried. You know, if it's something like a Liz Frank, something like that, then I would be worried. But I mean, I'm not worried about Calvary. He's a young kid, bounce back, he'll be fine. Um Depending on the the how how bad the injury is, um, I think it really affects Kyle Pitts. Um, if the, if this guy really is out for quite a while, usually as a receiver uh, takes you a bit while, a bit longer, especially with a foot injury, to get back to a hundred percent. So um, if I'm Kyle Pitts and it is let's say it's a, it is serious, <clears throat> this is going to give me the opportunity to be to show who, what I really am, what everybody thought I could be. So uh, I think it helps him out. Uh, as for the, the Falcons as a whole, like Matt Ryan and everybody, it, it might hurt them if it's serious, because <clears throat> now you just left the rookie as uh, the only top target. Because I don't believe in that. What's the name? Gage Smith, is it? Russell Gage. Gage. Russell, yeah, Gage. Russell Gage. Sorry. Yeah. So, so they got Mike Davis in the backfield too, who he showed he can catch the ball out the backfield. So yeah, but yeah. you know, to, to Fred's <clears throat> point, you know, if no, now again, it was minor. I didn't look at, I didn't look at it, but all indications that it's a very minor thing. He's just gonna right. miss camp. No big deal. Yeah. It was but, bigger news. You know, it'll be something else. But yeah, like, for yeah. sure. But to Fred's point, you know, if if it is something serious and he does, he ends up missing some time. I mean, that affects the Falcons big time now that you don't big. have Julio Jones for like, wow, <laughs> who are you throwing the ball to at this point? Um, although I did see uh, Cordell Patterson uh, was doing some good things in that camp. I saw, so you know, Cordero Patterson, what? Yeah, he, he, yeah. He was on, he's still around. <laughs> they actually highlighted him on Twitter. I was like, oh, okay. Look at Atlanta highlighting uh, somebody. You know, like I said, everybody, when I'm looking on Twitter, they got people designated number one this and number one that after two practices. So, Jesus. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, Fred, even the, Jets, even the Jets look good right yeah, now. Yeah, hey, Zach Wilson, right? Looking like a champion. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> All right, we're going to close out headlines with one last interesting one. I just thought it was funny that the NFL and the Players Union, they have offered up $1 million for pain management research for, guess what, da-da-da-da, cannabis. They want to get the players off the pills and onto the pot, which is something I know all too well. Fellas, what do you think about this particular situation? I, I think I'll take the lead on this one. Yes, uh, you will. I, I, I know about pain management. My cataracts be acting up sometimes, so I had to go and get my medical card. <laughs> okay, now all, all jokes aside, I do have my medical card. Um, I, I, I don't. I'm one of the people that if, like, if I don't feel well or my back hurts, um, the pills just don't do it for me. You know, mess up your stomach. Where you rather use something natural, clean from a dispensary if it works for you. You know, that's the way I would go. Um, so yeah, you know, all they have, I think it's good for the players to get the medical cards and, and use it that way if they don't want to have all these, uh, other toxins in their body. 
I, I, you know, I, I divulge to the expert. Freddie, you're the expert, so you know. <laughs> so, yeah. So med- I'm just gonna chime in medically speaking, and for those that don't know, I am a licensed uh, PTA. So just in case uh, you didn't know, I do have a little bit of clinical knowledge. To throw his certificate around. Yeah, now, I, got so. little, I got a little <laughs> clinical. I'm also a certified brain injury specialist. Right? Oh, oh. whoop! All right. So it, now, when we're talking about this particular situation, now listen, I've re- I. I've unfortunately had to deal with folks who've come off injury and who are after surgery and completely dependent on, on pain meds. Mm. Um, I remember bringing a guy into the gym one time and literally all he kept saying was, where's my Dilaudid? That's all the guy wanted was his damn meds, 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 meds. So I am 1000% behind this. And it's listen, I know, you know, we're making a fun about it. This doesn't mean that we're going to have Pat Mahomes and, you know, and the Chiefs all sitting around the campfire smoking a blunt. This what this means is like there's edibles, there's pills, there's all types mm-hmm. of ways to get oils. Mm-hmm. So instead of getting dependent on these other drugs that are very, very make you dependent on them, why not switch to something else? And I think that's what the NFL is looking into. And I, I do appreciate that. And just to jump in real quick, because like you know, I, I recently had surgery and, and um, they gave me oxys, and I did not like the way the oxys made me feel. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, right. It's it, it's it's different. But what did help me, um, my boy put me onto this hemp oil that yes. you know you the rub on my in the area where I had surgery, and no lie, that that helped so much. Way yeah. better than the oxy. So uh, it, this is a good move for the NFL. It's about time. Yeah, and th- yeah, I agree. And a thing real quick about that you brought since you brought it up, um, wh- what you have in that is heroin. So that's why those mm-hmm. things are so, mm-hmm. you know, those oxys are, you know, you'll hear about them on the streets. Like, that's why people get addicted to them. So, you know, hey, listen, at the end of the day, when you think about it, what's worse for you, heroin or weed? I mean, let's just be real about it. So anyway, yeah. so it's about time. Ooh, that smells so good. What'd you guys get? I got the Rasta pasta. It's really good. What'd you get? I got the shrimp and white rice. It's covered in this amazing jerk sauce. Did you know it's their signature jerk sauce that they actually make here? And we're taking a bottle home. I got the jerk chicken. I'll give you some of mine if you let me try yours. No, I'm not sharing this. This is all mine. And I'm already done. Wow. And don't forget, if you're looking for a Jamaican cuisine, real spicy finger licking good, check out Irie Vibes at 313 Central Avenue, Albany, New York. Remember, that's where the licking is good. So let's move on. We're going to go on to our weekly NFL. This is going to be the final weekly breakdown of the NFL season. We're going to start with week 17. And week 17... I picked the Cardinals versus Cowboys. All right, so I, again, I feel bad because I feel like I'm picking the Cowboys every every week. Although, Are we you? know, we, I, it feels like it. It definitely feels like it. But listen, I you guys know I'm high in them this year. You know, well, I'll talk about how high in a minute. But listen, the Cowboys lead this series 56-33 to one. Now, don't forget, back in the day, these guys used to be divisional opponents, which is kind of cool. Um, they, now, they played last year, okay? Now, listen, the Cardinals whooped their ass. It was 38-10 to 10 beatdown. Beat um, I, I wanted to bring this up, though, because someone said on the last show that Josh Jacobs does nothing to worry about with Kenyon Drake. Well, let, me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you this. 
Kenyon Drake, last year in this game, ran for 164 yards and two touchdowns. Sorry, bro. Josh Jacobs, meet your touchdown hawk. Here he is, Kenyon Drake. Um, Christian Kirk in this game, 86 yards, two touchdowns, and threw for one. So the Cowboys obviously not having a good day last time, but this time they're going to have the firepower to answer, answer this Arizona Cardinal offense. So once again, looking at this matchup late in the season, playoff implications, and like I said last week, and Greg seemed to like this phrase, a fantasy bonanza. Bonanza. You, there you go again, baby. That's there it. You go. I got to bring it. Got to bring it. <laughs> Fred, speaking of trends, something I did notice of something you pick a lot. Oh, you boy. pick the Ravens every fucking week for every fucking thing. So let's talk about your matchup. <clears throat> Let me tell you why I picked the Baltimore Ravens versus the, the, the Rams. I love hard-hitting, hard-running, smash-mouth football games. That's just me. I mean, yeah, it's always fun to watch, you know, the ball flying through the air. But I like that. I like the trenches type of game. I, I like to see them hits that just light you up when you're coming through the hole. You got two of what? Two top five defenses going straight up. Hopefully, by, by this week 17, it's for playoff positioning. Um, and I think fantasy-wise, uh, both defenses would be playing this week and the running backs. Uh Position players, maybe just Lamar Jackson um, and maybe Stafford. But I wouldn't play Stafford this week. Um, so that's why I picked this game. Playoff positioning, two top, two top defenses, love the running backs and Lamar Jackson this week. Hey, something, Greg, before we go to you, something I did not know. And, you know, again, making Mr. <laughs> Fantasy expert. Um, I didn't know, but I found this out. And now, I'm gonna, again, we're going to adjust our uh, ranking soon. But I'm going to boost him up a little. Lamar Jackson's in a contract year. Didn't know mm-hmm. that. Wow. Watch, watch the fuck out. Where, the where fuck did out. I have him ranked, sir? Number two. Yeah, I'm going to have to bring him up. All right. Who you got, Greg? Well, since Freddie loved games, hard-hitting games and games in the trenches, I picked a divisional matchup with the Browns at the Steelers, right? Late in the season, week 17, could be vying for the divisional win, you know, divisional championship. Now, you're going to have Nick Chubb and the rookie Najee Harris. I want to see how Najee's going to be at this point in the season. Rookie, if he's going to hit the rookie wall, is he going to be able to keep, you know, is he is he going to be fresh going into the season? I mean, this late in the season. And, of course, on the other side of the ball, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, OBJ, and Jarvis Landry. It doesn't get better than the Browns and Steelers. And both defenses are going to be defenses to start, I think, this late in the season. Because you're going to have – I got the Steelers ranked high on my defensive list, and the Browns are already going to be a great defense adding Clowney. So this is going to be a great game to watch Week 17. Absolutely. Good one. All right. Let's move on to week 18, the final regular season. And thank you, NFL, for extending our joy. We, I'm going to go, and speaking of NFL and longstanding rivalries, I picked FT versus the New York Giants. This will be in New York, by the way. The Giants lead this series 105-69 and four ties. Now, last year, again, they're divisional opponents, so they played twice. They split the series, and both games were really good at football games, as a football game. So you've got the first one, the Giants um, win 23-20, to and then the second one, FT wins 20-19. to So you got two great games. 
The problem is nobody did shit in fantasy in both of them. <laughs> I mean, you got like the the twenty three to twenty game. I, the only thing I could really find was was Gallman got sixty eight yards and a touchdown. I mean, that was really it. Even Antonio Gibson that game, um, he got twenty yards rushing, thirty five receivings, and a t- and one touchdown. I mean, it really wasn't much to speak of. But again. You guys know, if you've listened to the show, high on the NFC East this year, I think both these teams are going to be poised. This is going to be one of those, who's getting in? This is playoff seeding. Last game of the year in New York. So, again, love the snow and all the all the other good stuff that it brings. That's a good matchup, good way to finish the season. Who you got, Greg? Well, I got I got another divisional matchup. I, I was looking through the, the, the schedules and I noticed the NFL matched up a lot of divisional games on the last game of the season, which is interesting to me. Sure did. And I picked Seahawks at Arizona. Good game. Um, You got Kyler Murray. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. I call him mini Russell Wilson to me because he's like he's like a compact Russell Wilson. Quicker. The kid got great arm strength and the man killed it in fantasy last year. As you know, in our league, won a championship with freaking Kyler Murray. And on the other side, you got um Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. This is a great matchup at the end of the season, which I think the NFL are geniuses to put these games at the end of the season to keep our interest because, you know, sometimes when the season gets this, <laughs> they added an extra game, it gets this long in the season. You're like, oh, man, they're not going to play any starters. They're not going to do anything. Am I really going to watch it? But to put a divisional game as the last game of the season and you got these two great teams, this is this is a must-watch football right here. Yeah, before, so, Fred, before we get to you, uh, it's funny. We all picked divisional games in the last week. <laughs> yeah, but, we did. <laughs> but, you know, this is something, by the way, this is something NFL schedule, schedule makers did. I don't know if it was a, maybe two years ago that they decided, okay, let's, let's you know, backload these divisional games because they're going to mean yeah. something. You know, yeah. what they did? you know what they did, though? They copycatted me. Because I've been doing that for years. You guys know. I do have been doing this for years because it makes there you sense. Go, Freddy, but go. it's true. You guys know it's true. It's the, the fact of the matter is towards the end of the season, why would you not have divisional games go on? Because that's what makes exciting football. And plus, it's rivalries and it's great. So anyway, Fred, Fred, Fred what you got? Man, and it's super great matchups. It's like, uh, Jason, go ahead. Toot your home corn, bro. Toot your horn. You, you're the man. <laughs> uh, I, I picked another divisional game. 
I picked the Chargers versus the Raiders, and it's it's kind of funny because I just told you I love Smash Mouth football. Well, this is a good way one for fantasy. Uh, <laughs> Herbert, Allen, Carr, Jacobs, lots of fantasy offensive star value. Power, baby, star power. <laughs> I believe this game will have playoff implications. Yes, I, I'll get to that later. Uh, and it's going to be coming down to the last playoff spot. This division to me is always exciting. I mean, every time they play, it's just, it's just an exciting game, and it never lets us down. Now, I you know, I believe, I believe the, the, the little tidbit. I think the Chargers are gonna make the playoffs this year, just to let you know. But um, <laughs> other than that, I did want to get to something with the Kenyon Drake thing. If you don't, guys, want to give me a quick sure, second? Sure, sure. Oh boy. Okay. So I didn't know that Kenyon Drake, Kenyon Drake, and Josh Jacobs are really good friends. Ah, I didn't okay. know that either. Yeah, I just uh, well that was Alabama. brought up to me by uh, the, it was published in the Arizona Sports ninety eight point seven FM in Arizona. So, uh, but honestly, yeah, and they said that this is why I'm so high on Josh Jacobs, um, because it came from head coach John Gruden. He plans to utilize Drake as a pass catching type of back to complement Jacobs, which means he's still gonna get the majority of the touches. Now, yes, they might hit Drake a little you know, passes here and there, but the focus is still on Jacobs. So that's why I keep saying, I don't think he's going to take the touches that everybody believes he's going to take. I mean, I think he's going to be a great handcuff, but I don't think he's going to really affect Jacobs at all. Well, I, it's not about the touches, Fred. I, I don't, I think I want to not confuse things. It's what Drake does with his touches. Like that's why I said, he's a playmaker, bro. So he might get that touch and take that shit to the house and Jacobs exactly. ass down the bench. Now, also, I want to bring up another, just real quick, and we'll move on, but talking about handcuffs and that kind of situation. Look at Nick Chubb. Like, I've, I own Nick Chubb almost every year. It's so frustrating. I watch him, <laughs> I watch him go down the field and just cheer his shit up. Then when he gets to the goal line, here Kareem comes Hunt. fucking Hunt. Kareem God, Hunt. <laughs> if the fucking Cleveland Browns hear me, I'm cursing them the fuck out every time. Like, it's so frustrating. It's I have, funny. I have a... I have a feeling it's going to be the same situation. It, it, Jason, Dick Chubb will have 150 yards, zero TDs, and Kareem Hunt will have two TDs and like 30 yards. Right. right. <laughs> like he's the Julio Jones of, of running backs. I mean, you know, and, and, and uh, just to get back to a great game real quick, you know, we don't speak enough about it. And I haven't really been hearing it on fantasy radio because I, I do listen to different sports shows. That Chase Edmonds boy, he got the door open for him, didn't he? When Kenyon uh, Drake left, what are you I mean, they already took. Wait till we get to the teams, Freddie. Wait till we get to the teams. You know, I'm just, I'm just saying, wow, like, wow, the door has been set. Yeah, you know, we, we, got another, says, we got another segment let's go. for that. We all right, all right, all right. I just want to say I, how lucky. And, I, <laughs> and I, I really want to point out very quickly, our, your, our colleague here, Greg, actually pointed that out after our yep. post-draft say. So I just want to make sure Greg's been on that from the beginning. Yeah, all Greg, right. Greg, Greg, you get them props right there. You, you know, get you the props about three weeks ago. All I'm saying is don't – if you guys are in front of me, I love you guys. I got $50 if you don't draft Trace Edmonds. Okay? There you go. That's it. All right. There we go. Let's move on. Sounds like a mock draft. We're going to do – we'll do a mock draft next week. All right, let's – Hey gang, it's Commissioner Cooper, and if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First and foremost, it's free. The easy-to-use creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. If we can do it, trust me, you can too. Download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. 
let's let's move on. Let's talk about predictions. All right. Now we can go this pretty quickly. I, I basically just want you guys to tell me your I'll I'll go first. I'll tell you my division, my division winners. I'll tell you the wild cards, and I'm gonna tell you the conference championships and the Super Bowl. So just make it make it as quick as you can. Man, so here we go. Out of the AFC East, or go to the AFC first. I like the Buffalo Bills to win the AFC East. I'm gonna just be real about it. What? Uh, no Miami? No Miami. I love it, of course, but the Bills, I like their team, you know, and it, it's funny because even in the 90s, I hated the fucking Bills. I even mm-hmm. told a quick story. I used to work at Dan Marino's restaurant here in Orlando, and Thurman Thomas ha- happened to come in, and I happened to be waiting on him, and I just told him straight up. I said, Thurman, listen, I respect you. You're the one of the greatest, but I can't fucking stand your ass. Um, you know, like, fuck it. <laughs> And his wife, his so funny, his wife was laughing. He didn't like that shit at all, though. <laughs> Thank God she paid because I'd be fucked on that one. Anyway, so, um, yeah, I like the Bills this year. I, th- I think they're going to be a good team. I like Josh Allen. I heard a lot of things about him talking trash uh, to the other. I love that. <laughs> Not for nothing. So, anyway, um, let's move on. AFC North, um, a surprise here. I like the Cleveland Browns to step up and Ooh. win this division this year. A lot of talk about the Ravens and the Steelers. Steelers are taking a step back. Sorry, Ben, you're just way too up there for me, man. I, I just don't. I see the Steelers taking a step back. I do like the Ravens this year. There's nothing wrong with the Ravens. I just like the the firepower, the star power that the Browns have and the, and the upgrades on the defense. I think they're going to be really good this year. Um, out of the South, we just talked about it. I had the Colts. Got to upgrade the Titans now, though. I put the Titans there because of the trade. I think that puts them on a whole other level. Um, and then the West, of course, the Chiefs. I mean, we, we go here and there, but you can't argue with the Chiefs. So my wild will be the Baltimore Ravens, the Miami Dolphins, and the Colts. So that's where I'm at there. AFC Championship will be Bills versus Chiefs. My winner, surprise, Bills. So there's that's the AFC. NFC, NFC East, Cowboys going to win that division. NFC. Mm. NFC North. Uh, can I interrupt real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, did they go to a seven-man playoff? Yeah, there's three that they did that last year that they added the wild card. But was that due to COVID, or were they going to keep it like that? Yeah, they're keeping it. Plus, they you know because they expanded the season, I think too. Okay. So yeah, sorry. So NFC East, I got the Dallas Cowboys. I've been talking about them all year. I'm not going to go on and on. Now the North is interesting. And I even was looking at the North, and I'm like, man, if Aaron Rodgers, not only does Aaron Rodgers not come, like I have them, of course, the Packers winning the North if Aaron Rodgers is there. But if Aaron Rodgers doesn't go, go to the Packers, I legit think the NFC North is the worst division in football. I mean, I'm sitting here looking at these teams, and I'm like, ugh, like they're not very good. So if the if Aaron Rodgers doesn't come back, I don't know who the hell's going to win that division. Um, NFC South, you got to put the champs back, the Bucks, until they prove otherwise. And then in the West, I put another maybe surprise is I put the Arizona Cardinals. I love their offense. They upgraded the defense with J.J. Watt, Malcolm Butler. Really like the Cardinals this year. So my wild cards are Seahawks, FT, and the Giants. That's right. I think three NFC East teams are going to the playoffs after last year, barely making it with their division winner. The NFC Championship, Cowboys versus Bucks. Cowboys are the winners, and my Super Bowl is Bills versus Cowboys, a rematch of Super Bowl 27. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry, Jason. Well, I, I, I agree with you on the AFC East. I like Buffalo and AFC East. I think Josh Allen 
and that offense is just on a on a tear right now, and it's their time to shine in the AFC East. So I'm really loving them. Um, in the AFC North, I gotta disagree with you. I like Baltimore, man. I like 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 you stated earlier, Lamar's in the contract year. This is his time to get paid. This is his time to show him what he's made of. So I love Baltimore. That defense is always strong. Um, that running game is going to be strong. I think they're going to take the AFC North easily. AFC South, you know who I'm going to pick, Fred. I'm going with the Colts. Carson Wentz, <laughs> Michael Pittman, T.Y. Hilton, and that strong Colts defense. I am picking them in the AFC South. I like what they're done. I think Carson Wentz is going to have a comeback season. I think he's going to be the comeback player of the year. Mark my words. AFC West, Kansas City. Kansas City, Kansas City. We don't have to harp on it. We know what they got in Kansas City, and Pat Mahomes is just that dude. Um, Wild card, this hurts saying this. I think it's going to be Miami, Cleveland, and Tennessee. Girl, you know it's true. <laughs> so coming out of the AFC in the AFC championship I'm not going to go through the whole playoffs but I think in the AFC championship it's going to be Kansas City and the Colts and I think Kansas City is going to pull it out and make it to their third Super Bowl in a row so moving on to the NFC man the NFC East it, 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 it has me torn because listening to Freddie the past couple of weeks and the way he's been breaking down the Giants and the way that you've been talking so highly of Saquon Barkley, Jason, as well, man, it's going to come down between the Giants and the Cowboys. And I got to give this slight edge to the Giants. I'm going to give the Giants a division. They're going to bounce back. I think Danny Dimes is going to have a, a comeback season as well. And I think Saquon is going to have a great season with that offense. With the NFC North, uh, Jason, I'm with you on this. I'm looking up and down this division, and it's like – if Aaron Rodgers isn't there, who is going to step up and take a hold of this division? So my thing is, if Aaron Rodgers is there, yes, Green Bay Packers got it all day. But I like Minnesota, man. I like if Kirk Cousins can get his head right. Mm-hmm. They got a great tandem with with, with Thielen and um, Jefferson. Jefferson, and then Dalvin Cook. Man, you got you oh, got yeah. you got weapons on that team. <clears throat> And if the defense can be somewhat decent, they can go ahead and make a run. This is their opportunity. It's like, not to make a basketball reference, but it's like when Michael Jordan retired for those two seasons, it's like, you know, Houston took advantage of it. Like, this is Minnesota's time to take advantage. If Aaron Rodgers does not play or gets traded, it's your time to take hold of this division. The NFC South, come on, man. It's it's Tampa. It's it's Tom Brady. It's TB12. It's, It's Mike Evans. It's Godwin. Atlanta's not ready. Carolina has Sam Darnold. New Orleans is still a question mark for who their quarterback is going to be. NFC South is going to be Tampa. The West, toughest division in football, bro. Oh, man. You picked Arizona. I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to pick Seattle. I think Russell Wilson is going to pull it out and win a division for the second year in a row. But for my wild card teams, I got Arizona. I got the Rams. And I got the Giants. And I think coming out of the NFC is going to be Seattle versus Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Mm, that's an interesting Ooh, one. That's different. Okay. 
I got to go out on the limb. You know? It's good. It's good. It's all Not recorded. On all recorded. Good stuff. <laughs> on record. All right. Well, we can time. change it at any time, right? <laughs> yeah. True, true. Yeah. Right. You yeah. Can edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty funny. Uh, I picked almost the same thing as Jason. I have uh, in the AFC West, I do have uh, Kansas City. The East, even though I'm a Jets fan like Jason, Miami, I did pick Buffalo. Their team is just uh, better equipped. Uh, yes, I did pick Tennessee out the South. <laughs> uh, I did pick them. I, like I said, I think uh, they, they beat out Indianapolis. And uh, Jason, like you, I picked uh, – so it's not really a surprise. I picked Cleveland out the North. Mm. Um, now, my three wild cards are almost the same except for one different. I'm pretty sure you know what team is oh, not in I there. I sure Don't do. do it. Don't do it. Don't <laughs> I did do it. pick – I ended up picking Indianapolis just to let you know. What? They, wow. Yeah, they might squeak in. Um, I did pick Baltimore because I just think their defense is – will course. take them again. Freddie, don't do but, it. But I picked the Chargers over the Dolphins. Oh, my God. Well, I don't well, think he's going to say Jets, bro. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, Herbert Herbert had a great year last year. I think he only gets better. Um, I, I, I think that, that second year together, everybody just gels. I like their team, man. I really like their offense. I really, really do. And I think Herbert's going to be really special. Nice. Now, now. I did have a you know the whole breakdown, but I don't want to take too much time. I ended up having the wild card Tennessee versus Baltimore. Uh, Casey and Buffalo will meet in a divisional championship with Casey going to the Super Bowl. Um, now NFC Tampa, no need to say more. Now we I think we all had different teams in the in the uh, West. I had St. Louis uh, coming St. out. Louis. The, I mean, the L.A. Rams. Now, I think – yeah, I'm sorry. I went back three years. Uh, the L.A. Rams, I think the addition of Stafford over golf makes them take the division again. Wow. Uh, with the stout defense, the running game, I think Stafford really puts them at the division, at the top of the division. I think Minnesota is going to take the division with or without Rodgers. It's their time. Uh, I think Dalvin Cook and I think the, the weapons they have, I, I, I just think it's time. If they don't do it this year, everybody being healthy, I, I don't see it ever happening. And, of course, I picked the Giants out the East. Now, my three wild card teams, I picked Dallas. I hate Dallas, but I picked them. Uh, Green Bay. And uh, I did pick Seattle. I, I don't know. I think Russell Wilson's um, going to get traded after this year. I think he's going to have a, a phenomenal year. Um, now, at the, end, at the end of the day, I think nobody's going to be able to stack up to Tampa. Um, I think this is their final run. So I think they're going to go all out this year. Tampa versus Casey in a repeat. But this time, Casey's going to win the Super Bowl. Wow, that's really interesting. Ladies and gentlemen, TSS family, you heard it here first. Those are our predictions. Write them down. Talk to us. Email us. Comments on them. Let us know what you think. In fact, let us know what your predictions are. We'd like to to talk about them and like to see what everybody else thinks. Jason, just make sure you got that edit button ready. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) As, As always, trust me, I mess up enough that I'm always ready for the edit. Welcome to the island. Island Peppa skincare products. Love your skin your way. Stop by today at islandpeppaskincare.com to look at our variety of products for both men and women. Because in the islands, the Peppa is always black.
That's right. TSS family, the doctor is back in the house. Dr. Jeffrey Miller, welcome back to the studio. Jason Cooper, so happy to be here tonight, my friend. Excited to have you. I'm waiting for the University of Florida reference at some point. I've got it on deck. Just wait for it. Maybe even a Tebow reference in addition to the Gator reference coming today. Ironically that you bring that up, a little spoiler, we're doing top. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tight ends and sleepers on our next show. And someone just happens to be a sleeper in my eyes. It's somebody that could be, nobody's really looking at him, but could be a magical part of your fantasy season this year. So we'll get back to that. And I can't wait to hear your reference. Very excited to hear this next episode with the tight ends. (laughs) I figured you would. (laughs) All right, let's begin in New England where we had an actual injury. I know as we get these camps starting to open up, even today, you know, it was a little too short notice, but Kyle Long, one of the offensive linemen from the Chiefs, had a leg injury, had to have surgery. Um, So we'll talk about that next show. I just didn't get it in too quick. But these injuries are starting to pop up, and one happened to pop pop up already for Cam. Let's talk about that injury, and what are your expectations on his return? Yeah, so there's two stories here with Cam Newton. Let's start with the anatomy of the injury. So the story out of New England is that he sustained a mild bone bruise in his throwing hand. And they're saying he sustained this in practice, but he sat in on the rest of practice. So obviously, if they didn't take him away quickly, they weren't super alarmed. Now, the bone bruise, the normal healing on this is about one to two months. And that sounds like a long period of time. But if you look at the literature on this, sometime the healing can take over a year. So this is potentially something that could delay his participation in camp. Now, again, generally takes one to two months. Bill Belichick just the other day said he's not practicing, but he is getting better. And they expect him there for camp. So that's the first story. Here's the second story. It's reported that it was a hand to helmet injury by the Patriots. But there's a rumor circulating around. Have you heard this rumor? I have, actually. We brought it up earlier, actually. So the rumor is that it was the result of a fight with his brother last Wednesday night. (laughs) So this is bonkers if this is actually what's happening and they're covering it up as an on-the-field issue. So I don't have anything additional on that, and I'm reporting on a rumor, which is probably irresponsible, but I thought it was entertaining and an interesting spin on this. It's definitely entertaining. We had a pretty good discussion about it earlier, um, and there was some back and forth uh, between our, our co-hosts that, you know, one one side is, you know, hey, this guy is immature doing something like this, you know, and the other side is like, hey, you know, this is just a rumor. We don't know. So it's just funny <laughs> to take on it back and forth. So, so um, medically, it doesn't really matter if this was a hand to helmet or a hand to face. Um, The mechanism of injury is of little consequence. I do expect him back for training camp. 
Sure. I mean, a bone bruise, a bone bruise, every way you get it. So the problem with Cam, however, is he's got a young rookie, Mac, nipping at his heels at this point. So best walk a fine line, I guess, at this point. Absolutely. Mac Jones is taking advantage of these extra reps he's getting right now. Absolutely. You know he is. And I'm sure he's kissing Belichick's ass. (laughs) Uh, Why not? (laughs) That's right. So an interesting story came out. We I brought this I you know brought this to your attention because we talked about this guy way early. I don't know if it was the second show. One of the first people we talked about, um, and the you know we even I even talked about it with uh, our other co-host Mary Jane Mary Jane Esquire um, about Jawan James. Um, reports now <laughs> with the Ravens. This is I believe it was John Harbaugh who made the statement. That he, it could possibly, Jawan James could be back, I believe he said in November. Whoa. So I, was, I wanted to get your take on that. I was surprised he got, we were, it's funny, again, the contract got a good contract. I mean, everything. And then that came out. So I wanted to get your take on that, see what you thought. Short answer no, absolutely <laughs> not. Um, and, and I hope I'm wrong. You know, anytime I'm counting against somebody, I hope I'm wrong. I would love for him to be able to return this season, but no. John Harborough said it's possible he returns in November or December. It's probably equally possible that I end up coaching the Ravens this season, and it's probably more likely I coach the Wolverines. Just no. He tore this just recently. It is irresponsible to even consider returning to play in under a year. I think even more alarming than him publicly saying this is that there's some young athletes who are watching that, who are recovering from their own Achilles injury, thinking, well, if he can do it, then I can do it. So absolutely not. Juwan James not returning this season. If I'm wrong on this point, please kick me off the show next season. (laughs) He will not be suiting up, period. No way, no how. Well, we're not going to kick you off, but I definitely will tease you a bit with uh, with the we'll put the we'll play this back a few times. So absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. no way, no how. <laughs> All right. So moving on to a f- more fantasy relevant player, Calvin Ridley. Now, at, there was a big trade that Julio Jones is now with the Titans. So basically, Calvin Ridley is their number one target. And it looked like, or excuse me, it looks like he's got a little issue going into camp. What do you, what do you think about this injury and his prospects of starting the season? Yeah, let's let's drop uh, the SEC or Gator reference number one here. Here it comes. Will not, will not be the number one target this season. It's going to be Kyle Pitts. You heard it here first, folks. Number one target in Atlanta is going to be Kyle Pitts. Now, that's no disrespect to Calvin Ridley. That's my drinking the Kyle Pitts Kool-Aid as well. Um, but but in all seriousness, Kyle Ridley had an off-season foot surgery, really minor cleanup. We addressed that a couple of weeks ago. Um, and he's expected to miss training camp, but he should be ready. To, uh, excuse me, he should be ready for camp in July. He's missing some OTAs right now, but he should be ready for training camp in July. Nice, because, you know, with all those fancy drafts coming up, you know, in August, we need to know and mean to make sure he's in camp and ready to go. Let me throw a disclaimer Um, out there. Yeah. So take the medical advice you hear from me. But as far as your picks and as far as who the targets are, please do not take my advice. Listen to the other experts on this show. Do not listen to me for who the number one target is. Again, I am Kyle Pitts Kool-Aid, just like I'm Tim Tebow Kool-Aid. 
I cannot be trusted on the number one target, just the medical recovery. Well, I think what we're going to do, and I think it, I think it's only fun. We started up, we already did one, I already filled up really quickly. So we have a fantasy, one fan fantasy league. I think we're going to do a couple, and I definitely want to include you because I, I don't know how much you played or, you know, played at all. But it would be fun to get, you know, through a season and just kind of see the flow of things. It's really basic and it, it would be fun. And that, that way, you know, you can kind of see where it's all applicable at that point. Already planning my roster. Nice. Looking for all right. Perfect. <laughs> hey, TSS family, it's Commissioner Cooper. And I just came from getting my hair cut and underground cuts. And let me tell you, I look sharp. And with the remaining amount of hair I have left, Trust me when I tell you, it's a miracle. And that's what the boys do at Underground Cuts, perform miracles on heads. Please give them a call today. It's 407-858-0880. Or you can visit them at on Facebook or at their location, 1005 West Oak Ridge Road, Suite 6 in Orlando, Florida. All right. All right, well, we're going to conclude with you, my friend, with a, once again, as always, an email question. Now, this is from Never Die Flanders, all right? Wait, now, he, wait a second. Is this guy related to Red Ned Flanders? Well, see, he is related, and he actually told us he did not want to be referred to as Flanders. So <laughs> now I'm just going to play this up a little bit. All right, what is Flanders <laughs> Jr. talking about tonight? Uh, all right, so... Again, we're going into injuries and, you know, when we go into a season, I know, you know, you know, full disclosure, I am a, I am a pupil of Dr. Miller. So I know this now, but prior to going through this guy drilling me every five seconds, I did not know the difference between a high ankle sprain and a low ankle sprain. And that is his question. He would like for you to explain to us the differences in the injury and why it takes one longer to recover than the other. Yeah, this is a great question. And kind of like we discussed last week, I think it's such a great question because there is so much misunderstanding wrapped up within this. And I think the misunderstanding probably begins just because we call both of these injuries ankle sprains. These are injuries to fundamentally different locations but because we refer to them as low versus high ankle sprains, I think for a lot of folks, they just kind of run together. So let's, let's break it down. We've got a number of different ligaments that connect some of the bones of our ankle. And we have ligaments connecting the two bones of our lower leg. So let's start with the ligaments of the ankle. We have seven different ankle bones. And the names of them are probably beyond the scope of this discussion. <laughs> but connecting some of those ankle bones to the bone of the lower leg is our anterior talofibular ligament. And usually you see that abbreviated ATFL. This is the most commonly sprained ankle ligament. And so if you hear a low ankle sprain or an ATFL sprain or an anterior talofibular ligament sprain, we're referring to the same thing. It's the ankle on the outside of your foot that connects your lower leg bone on the outside to some of those ankle bones. Now, this ligament is the most commonly sprained ligament, and it's most commonly sprained when the foot goes down and in. 
So think about this. If you've ever stepped off a curb funny and had your foot go down and in, or if you've landed after jumping and you landed on somebody's foot and your foot goes down and in, or if you're walking in a pair of heeled shoes and you miss a step and your foot again goes down and in, you're spraining the ATFL, the anterior talofibular ligament, sometimes referred to as that low ankle sprain. It is fundamentally different in location and in mechanism of injury than the high ankle sprain. The high ankle sprain is a sprain of the ligament or ligaments connecting the two lower leg bones to one another. And so those two lower leg bones are connected by a syndesmosis. And when they, when that is sprained, that's referred to as a high ankle sprain. So the high and low are relative terms. You know, it's the low is lower than the high, obviously, but even that high ankle sprain is not high in the leg. It's still just above the ankle bones. Now, whereas a moment ago, I said the most common mechanism of injury of that ATFL, the low ankle sprain is when your foot goes down and in, it's exactly the opposite for the high ankle sprain. It's when your foot comes up and out. Or what we more commonly see on the football field is when your foot is fixed on the ground and your lower leg and body comes forward. So if we're using the more biomechanically sound terms here, we would say that a low ankle sprain occurs from the movements of inversion and plantar flexion. The foot comes down and in. Whereas the high ankle sprain occurs with the exact opposite motions of dorsiflexion and eversion. The low ankle sprain addresses the ligament connecting the lower leg and ankle bones, but that high ankle sprain is of the ligament interosseous membrane syndesmosis joint connecting the two lower leg bones to one another. So that's a really long explanation of the anatomy. But the important take-home message is that we're referring not only to fundamentally different locations and ligaments, but different mechanisms of injury. So with that in mind, I want to highlight just a few different things about um, recovery and about surgical procedures, because there's actually some novel stuff going on with high ankle sprain surgery. And I think I referenced this a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about Tua's ankle injury history. Yeah. So- When you look at that high ankle sprain, again, the ligaments connecting or the the interosseous membrane connecting the two lower leg bones, when that becomes too mobile, we end up with pain every time we take a step. Essentially, somebody with a high ankle sprain can't walk, stand, run, cut, jump, whatever the case may be, without pain because those two lower leg bones are moving too much relative to one another. And so there's a new procedure replacing the old screw fixation that they used to do, and it's called a tightrope procedure. And I believe Tua had one in each ankle, but they essentially put a suture in there between those two bones rather than a screw, which allows them to retain some of their mobility and gets people on the field a whole lot quicker. So an unoperated high ankle sprain could be six weeks to six six months. Uh, But if it's operated on, which we'll probably start to see more and more of, we might see players returning to the field with consistency in under a month. Mm. Well, that's that's really interesting Uh, because, you know, we know as once we hear that, we're like, oh, God. And, you know, 
as fantasy players, you know, like, okay, well, how long is this guy out for? Um, what do I do now? Do I drop him? Do I keep him on my roster? So that's really important um, information. And uh, listen, I have to tell my audience something really funny, though. This has been this was going on as you were talking. This man is such a great professor. I have to tell you, every time you start talking about uh, the bones and the ligaments, I am deathly afraid you're going to ask <laughs> me what they are, where they connect to. So thank you for not embarrassing me on online. I really do appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. Absolutely. I think it would probably say more about your instructor than about you. If I asked a question and you weren't able to answer, it would be a poor <laughs> reflection of myself. So I think this is in self-interest and self-preservation, maybe, that I don't try to publicly shame. <laughs> fair, what's fair is fair, sir. Fair yes, is fair. my friend. <laughs> All right. Well, once again, a very valuable information for us. We do appreciate you. And again, obviously we have an, another injury already so these are going to start popping up so we love the info and appreciate you having you very much looking forward to seeing you next time have a wonderful day yes sir you too tss family the doctor is out all right we're gonna go ahead and close it out we appreciate you tss family and hey, listen, good, thanks, fellas, for a great show. And fans out there, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. We love the comments. Keep them coming. I want to say uh, once again, thank you to all our fans and our sponsors. Without you guys, there would be no TSS family. So thank you for the support. Yes, absolutely. Um, sponsors as well. We do appreciate you. And please ask our family. Please visit our sponsors. Take a look at the products. I know some of the commercials are funny. Take a look at, at some of the great products they provide. It, it, there's some really yeah. have them on there just because they're supporting us. They are legit great businesses. All yeah, right. man. If you own a business, get, get, send us an email. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of sponsors, we love money. Please come on board. <laughs> <laughs> All right. TSS family, we appreciate you and we are out. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.